Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Time for AEW Double or Nothing Predictions. I'm Luke Owen, D-A-D, and I'm joined by Oliver Davis. You want me to say hi? Yeah. Hey! Usually what happens. Hey, AEW fans, I love AEW. Of course you do. I mean, I haven't said that. For a show, you know, the show that aired on this this past Wednesday that you and I reviewed yesterday, you know, a lot of people were quite down on that show. Oh, but, were they? But not Oliver Davis. People were down on that show. Yeah, I think so. When I was I was checking the old social feeds. Ah, it's an echo chamber. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, I see. Uh, I, I thought it wasn't the hottest go-home show, but I'm into quite a lot of the feuds. And, and looking at this card, I'm concerned, as always, how long it's going to go. It's nine matches. Yeah, but some of those matches are enormous matches. Yeah. Some of them we don't know we're going to be added to the, uh, mm-hmm. what do they call it? The buy-in. Yeah. So I, I think, spoiler for Rampage tonight, one of them already has. It's the oh, yeah. hardest match, but I think that's on our running order. It is, yeah. It's on yeah, our yeah, running yeah. order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we've got, we got nine matches uh, that are announced for this uh, card, which is six less than all in last year. So, oh my God, that many? Yeah, well, it was 15 matches all in last year. Jesus. So that, I think, is a good step in the right uh-huh. direction. Uh, here's a fun he's, f- he's halved or nothing. <laughs> here's a fun fact for you, though. There are less women matches on this card than there are at Crown Jewel, or well, N- uh, Knights of Champions, which is the Saudi show. Forefront of change. <laughs> So I think that was a nice fun fact for you. <laughs> uh, but we are going to go through. Uh, what do you want? They're going to get a whole show. There's going to be a whole new show for women. For Thunder Rosa. Yeah. So we're going to go through our predictions for Double or Nothing. And if you fancy yourselves as a bit of a prediction experts, you can challenge us in Prediction Warfare by heading on over to Wrestle League. Wrestle League, where. I am right now. Yep, Wrestle League. It's on WrestleTalk.com. And this is what it looks like. I'm scrolling through all the matches. You get to make your picks going into the show where your accumulative points will be added up to the whole season. This one runs from, uh, it was Backlash 
all the way through to SummerSlam, I believe. Indeed, yes. Yeah. So it's a long old time for this one. So Ollie hasn't done his Wrestle League predictions yet. So not only is he going to be doing his podcast predictions, he's going to be doing his Wrestle League predictions at the same time. So you can see what it all looks like. <laughs> What's so good about it is, well, there's loads of good things. Let's click on leaderboard here. See where I'm at mm -hmm. overall. Of course, yep. there's only been one show, I think, with Backlash. Here is the leaderboard. Some people have got 12. A lot of people tied in first place because over time the uh, the thing separates. Uh, where's, okay, I'm just going to do a search yeah. for little old Ollie. No, that's not me. No, 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 no. no. Yay! Yay! Oh, I'm, a, I'm second. You're with 11 points. That's not bad. I'm one away from being first right now. You are indeed, yeah. Awesome. So, there you go. That is Wrestle League. We're going to be updating that throughout this podcast record. Uh, we're going to kick things off with the unsanctioned match between Adam Cole and mm. Chris Jericho. Let me find it on my Wrestle League. How are you feeling about this one? Well, uh, I, I'm, I thought going in, it, it was good. It had a good, real blood feud element because Adam Cole wants revenge for how Chris Jericho orchestrated somebody else beating up his his uh, girlfriend. Um, but all this time I've been thinking, it feels like there needs to be an ECW legend <laughs> yeah. in someone's corner. Someone who lives in Las Vegas. I know. Someone who we all define Las Vegas by. And then, I th then on the go-home show, yes, yeah, Sabu was added to this unsanctioned match for... No reason at all. So, um, obviously, we discussed this on the uh, the AEW podcast yesterday, but I'm also still unsure because Cole introduced him as he's in my corner. However, he's also credited as the special guest enforcer right. for the match. So that says to me that Adam Cole's going into this match with quite an unfair advantage because the guy in his corner is the special guest enforcer for the match. Yeah, and, and surely this is an unsanctioned match. I love unsanctioned matches if they're done right because it really gives a new form of presentation for that feud. It's, it's a feud so violent that AEW cannot sanction it. Doesn't really play consistently with the rest of the card where people have been stabbed in the faces by screwdrivers. Well, they're having anarchy in their ear. Surely that should also be unsanctioned. Well, they, well, no, because that, that's legalised violence. It, it's okay. It's wrestling. But I, I, I imagine then Jericho and Cole have to agree on the terms of things. So then by the rules of this little match... I don't know how Sabu got made the special guest enforcer. Because Cole needs someone in his corner. Well, then, then zoom out, nor do I understand why Sabu's there at all. <laughs> Surely like Carl O'Reilly, I know he's injured or going through some things. He could just stand there. Probably, yeah. Bobby Fish. Where's the lie? Where's the lie? But who do you think is winning? Oh, it's a tough one. Well, actually, I don't think it as, is, is as tough. Do you, do you mind if I, I put mine out there? Jericho. Yeah. I think Jericho gets the, the win here. Uh, if nothing, because I don't think this is going to be a short feud. <laughs> I think there's going to be more to this. Mm. Jericho took the loss to Roddy on Dynamite a couple of weeks ago. He took a lot of losses in the Ricky Starks feud as well. So I think Jericho is probably going to look at this and be like, 
let me just get the, the one win here. I put over Roddy on, and yeah, and actually, really, although Roddy did pin me, it was Adam Cole that, that put me away. Mm-hmm. So this is almost like a, I get the win here. We do a return match at, well, actually, I mean, they'll probably do like a, a tag at Forbidden Door or something. <clears throat> a JAS versus Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, and Chaos. Could, there you go. Could be that. Trent's or, mum's in there. Well, maybe it'll be uh, Adam Cole with some Bullet Club. Yeah. People as well yeah, because yeah. of his yeah. old connections to the group and you know could do some fun around that. Um and then you do the return match, probably on like a very special dynamite or something. I do think that Adam Cole is going to be going into a title program with MJF yeah. at some point, whether that's an all-out thing or a full gear thing. Uh but I think here Jericho gets the win in the first instance. It's unsanctioned, which means it doesn't technically count on the record. Which is AEW's sort of sleight of hand way of excusing slightly odd booking. Uh, what well, wasn't the Orange Cassidy? That's a of, oh, I suppose it is still unsanctioned. <clears throat> yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, Apologies. and lights, lights out wouldn't out count same, either. Yeah. Um, th- didn't was it an unsanctioned match that Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole had? Yeah, so that again, that didn't event. count towards Cole's overall record. I was leaning towards Jericho as well for those reasons. Um, Jericho hasn't won in a while. Jericho feuds are long. They're usually long because he wins the first one. Yeah, I'm going to go Jericho too. Yeah. Do you think Jericho... There's, that's, I've ticked it. I've ticked Jericho on the masterful Wrestle League. Sign up at WrestleTalk.com now, there's forward link, slash Wrestle League. There's a link to it in the video description, not the podcast description down below. Do you think Jericho will have a unsanctioned ECW original surprise of his own oh, to go against Sabu. Like a, I mean, Rob Van Dam is also local to Vegas. Jerry Lynn is in the backstage team. That's very true. So is Dean. Mm-hmm. He's got some connections to ECW as well. Taz is on commentary. You know, they've got their history as well. Chuck a Tommy Dreamer in there. And all of a sudden, we're trying to do another ECW team Revival. It's about time. I mean, what's Collision got going for it otherwise? <laughs> if it's not the ECW show. I mean, this is the thing you got to remember is that every like five to ten years, we do an ECW <laughs> revival. And that time has come around again. TNA had theirs a little while back. So now it's time for the ECW revival to kick around again. Do you think Scott Demore's over in Impact going, Oh, damn it, that was our <laughs> summer plan. Because <laughs> they have got Dreamer and Bully Ray as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... So up next, uh, it is that six-man tag that you referred to earlier. Ethan Page and The Guns versus The Hardys. If The Hardys win, Matt will own Ethan Page's contract. Mm. So it's more contract-based <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I, I actually forgot that Jeff Hardy returned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you don't watch Rampage... You probably would yeah. have, have forgotten that he is around, yeah. I really... It's, it's such a, a classic AEW Tony move where he tries to have his cake and eat it in terms of his Jeff Hardy returning. Um, you know, that's a bit controversial because of all these addiction issues that he's had and arrests. And then it's like, I'm also not going to back my decision <laughs> and not really showcase him on Dynamite. Or is it a case of, hey, look, Rampage needs a big guy. He needs a big star and I'm putting Jeff... Could be show. could be treading water until the collision revamp and you have the tag team F- on there. And they did an FTR's next feud, you know, once they get through the actual stars. Huh. I uh, I think the Hardy Party win, um, especially because 
I don't want the firm to exist in any way. I'm going in the opposite <laughs> direction. I'm going, oh, okay. I'm going Ethan Page here. Uh, and the reason for that is that I want this to end. <laughs> and if, if the Hardys win, it must continue. And I think we, we, it's, it's time that we mm -hmm. drew a line under this and we move Ethan Page and the, the Ass Boys and the Hardys onto other things. Mm -hmm. Uh, up next for the TBS Championship, it is Jade Cargill versus Tyre Valkyrie. This time, it's obviously the rematch from their match they had on Dynamite a few weeks back. Uh, but this time, Rota Valhalla is allowed, so Tyre can use her finish, which is the reason why, you know, kayfabe theory-wise, she didn't win the first one because she went to hit Rota Valhalla and the referee went, just a reminder, you can't do that. And she went... Adoy, you're right, I can't, and then she lost. Well, she, she went adoy and then stood there for about 10 seconds. She had to process, be like, yeah, yeah. So what was the, the rule again? Uh, was, oh, it was, do I have any other moves that I can do? <laughs> Before you know it, you've been rolled up. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a good match, though, uh, and a good idea for the finish, just slightly bad timing on the execution. I think they'll have a really fun match. Oh, I think this will be really yeah. good, yeah. Um, and I think championship-wise, TBS title-wise, this is the best feud Jay Cargill's had since she won it. Um, but I still think Jade's going to retain. I was thinking about Jade with the TBS title, Wardlow with the TNT title, and then the other long reign, which is Cassidy with the international title. And I'm like, I'm only into one of these. I'm on the edge of my seat every week when Cassidy defends that belt, but I do not. I haven't believed anyone's going to beat Jade forever. I haven't cared who has the TNT title for a long time. So yeah, hopefully they do something substantial after this. Yeah, I don't know what you do <clears throat> with Jade after this. I I think in my Wrestle League predictions, I just went. I went with Tyre. Mm. Just as really, a, I don't. I mean, no. I I, I, I it could happen. Yeah, but that's what I'm thinking. I was like, because I was looking at Jade being like, well, I don't know what you do next. The alternative is you wait for Chris Statlander to return. Yeah. And, but then am I really that enthused about Statlander um, going for the belt? I don't know. So I think they've been gifted something with Willow Nightingale getting the New Japan strong title instead of Monet because of the injury. Yeah. And we all thought that, I mean, I say we all thought, I really thought that they were going to be hand, like pushing Willow mm -hmm. uh, into this position that she can be the one to dethrone Jade. Um, well, they could do That's how she gets the rematch. I'll also put my strong title on the line. That's true, yeah. Um, oh, which actually be fun for Forbidden Door. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with Jade. <laughs> um... Up next, we have for the AEW Women's Championship, mm. Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm, the rematch from Full Gear, which was an awesome mm. match. I absolutely loved it. Um, and not just because it was the reason why I won the Jam That Championship back in November, um, which I've since lost. But uh, I really, really liked it. I'm going with Hater on this one. Uh, Hater retention. Need to put the bell back on Storm. I think the outcast needs something. Do you know a uh, little rampage spoilery? -oo? I do not. So just, just uh, if you don't want to know what happens on that show, the, the 250,000 of you that watch, look away now. The tune in for the <coughs> different time slots, rampage. Yes. Let's not, let's not, you know, let's not bury the show too much. I was, I was doing 18 to 49. <laughs> uh, Jamie Hayter gets beaten up backstage. She's already been injured. There's this 
ongoing thing, which is partly based in truth, that she's not medically cleared to compete. So either she doesn't actually wrestle the match, and that'd be funny, Tony Storm gets another interim, interim or they're telling the Cody Rhodes story in Brock Lesnar, where she's going to compete anyway. That's how you protect her in a loss. Tony Storm gets to be a proper heel champion with the outcasts behind her for a couple of months. Hater wins it back in Wembley. Oh, that's mm. good. I like that. And uh, do you know what the reason why I hadn't considered that is because I'd had it in my head. Oh, you do Hater Soraya. That's the match you do at Wembley. Yeah. But you're right, actually. That also works if you do it as Hater and Storm. And like that's the end of the trilogy. There's a lot of Australians in London. The Commonwealth. Yeah. Uh, mostly in Clapham Common. Is that so? Yeah. So they will also root hard, I think, yeah. for Tony Storm. But yeah, I'm going to... Drinking I'm, their fosters with their cork hats. I'm going to go Tony Storm there. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Well, speaking of title defenses, we've got Orange Cassidy defending the AEW International Championship in a 21-man blackjack battle royal. Announced for the battle royal thus far are Aaron Solo, Powerhouse Hobbs, QT Marshall, and Ricky Starks, with 16 other names, TBD. The Lucha Bros. Mm -hmm. Best Friends. Dark Order. Um, House of Black. 
that would be a shame they're not, if they're, they're, in not, that. they're not on the card so maybe Yet. they'll be part of it as well you know put a buddy matthews in there maybe not yeah. all three of them but a buddy matthews i think there. carl fletcher i think well casty has beaten tw- he's been on a streak of 23 successful title retentions i think he's got almost as many title retentions as roman reigns does yeah and there's 21 people in this so just i think it'd be really fun to just fill it up with all the people he's beaten. That is fun, yeah. And it's like everyone's scrambling for him. They kind of end up eliminating each other. But I will I will write this in now because after one of the greatest title runs in AEW history and one of the most engaging weekly TV stories this year, Cassidy is not losing this title in a multi-man losing the title by being thrown over the top rope yeah the story here is that he is going to be beaten for this title i think i had this prediction a couple of weeks back when we were doing um uh dynamites but i wonder if they'll give him like the, the cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. gunther royal rumble yeah, finales yeah. where you know he's going up against this big brute of a dude which is why i think like a brody yeah. king would be so great in there well hobbs is in there Yes, true. Hobbs could do this. I think Brody's got the the, the more menacing, mm-hmm. like you know, the the can he survive this? I'm, and I'm really just thinking of that Darby Allen, like little mini feud yeah. that they had, like where yeah. he had the the hangman spot over the top. So yeah, I'm, I've also gone with Orange Cassidy on this one because I think you're right. I do not think he's losing this in a battle royal. So I've I've heard more names. Oh, How yeah. many names have you? Uh, I've got Cassidy, Solo, Powerhouse Hobbs, QT Marshall, and Ricky Starks. That's what Wikipedia tells me. Yeah, so I've heard names like Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland as well. When are they ever going to have that singles match? <laughs> Christmas Day. I mean, that's when it might be. Is... Well, that I think if that happens, I think there is a chance that Swerve wins it. Oh, Swerve wins the belt. Swerve wins it. It's such an evil heel way to get the belt on him. And then you can do a sort of Cassidy, Swerve, Keith Lee feud dad chuck pack in there i was about to say cassidy and pack being mm. the final two i think would also that's be poetic. really nice that's quite yeah. poetic because that's who he won the belt from yeah pack. and and they're like them past forever before rivals yeah looking uh, forward to that up next for the uh tnt championship in a ladder match it is christian cage uh going up against the defending champion wardlow <sighs> you want to go first got christian cage mm-hmm because I think the the money is in Wardlow winning the belt back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think like it's I I mean really realistically, I do think it is Wardlow winning here, but um I I, I sort of picked it for the memes uh, that I think that the Wardlow just he wins that belt, then he loses it again just so he can win it back from someone else. He's not an engaging champion. No. And, and, and plus, I think I'd actually rather see Christian with the belt. Yeah, it'd be really fun. Him doing his chicken S word. You know, you'll, you can... F- right now, Wardlow doesn't fight anyone apart from one guy that he's feuding with when he's got the belt. Whereas you look at Cassidy, who's gotten over so well because he accepts all comers as a babyface champion. Do you know what would be a really fun like gimmick for Christian? He's like, oh yeah, you can fight for my TNT championship if you could beat Luchasaurus. Yeah, exactly. So Luchasaurus then just squashed the person yes. in front of him and just be like, oh sorry, I mean you you had your shot, but you missed. That is just the TV rights itself. That's a month of TV there. And then Wardlow can come back, beat Luchasaurus, <laughs> and then he can beat Christian for the belt. Now we're talking. Uh, yes, I'm gonna tick Christian Cage too. Interesting. I I think there's more creative mileage in it. Wardlow just doesn't. 
hold the championship well currently. Uh, up <laughs> next for the AEW Tag Team Championships, it is FTR defending against Team TNA of Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal with Mark Briscoe as the other special guest referee on this show. Okay, before you say anything, just, just watch my screen. Just watch my screen what I'm going to do here. For our, for our audio podcast <laughs> listeners there. Uh, it's 100% FTR. Ollie uh, hovered over clicking Jarrett and Lethal. Um, Did you believe at any point? There was part of me that thought, maybe he's got this brilliant idea in his mind that Team TNA are going to win. I mean, you're right, they're not. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think that it is going to be an FTR retention here. But I... I wonder if they'll do... Do you remember when they, they fake won the belts from the acclaimed? Yeah. I wonder if they will just re... I mean, because if, if there's one thing that Jarrett loves, it's Memphis. Uh -huh. And I wonder if they will do like a Memphis-style spot with that where you think that they have won the tag belts and then Mark reverses the decision and that's FTR, Shadow Machine, get the win. I, I'm 100% behind that because... Because it is a special guest referee match, you can do that spot in a different way. And that's where Jeff excels. Not booking a whole promotion that no. way, but one match on the card. Yeah, that's middle really of the card. Really fun. Really fun. I think, I think this is going to be a very, very fun match regardless anyway, because if there's one thing that FTR like, it's Southern style wrestling. Mm -hmm. So they'll probably have a, a really good time with this. I think they're going to do some really emotional stuff with Mark in there as well. We've got Karen Jarrett as a bit of an X factor uh, on the outside. I'm going to break down. I'm going to break this down <laughs> with the X factors um, uh, and the taglines. I suppose mm. I should do for this. So yeah, I I actually think this is going to be a really fun match. I think it's going to be really funny, and then it's going to get a bit emotional with yeah. the Briscoes. Jay, sorry, with Mark Briscoe, with FTR, and with Jay Lethal. Can you imagine? Uh, Jeff Jarrett being the only one who walks down with a black armband that says Jay written on it. And like, Being the only one. Yeah, so like everyone else is just, we're here to wrestle the match. Because I, I think we might be leading to a Team TNA split as well. Uh, and But Jarrett really, I was like, look, but I'm, I've got my armband here oh, for, wow. for Jay. Yeah. Really healing it up. Would he go that low? <laughs> I Yeah, of course he would. I, I He used to throw out taco shells when performing in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Get that heat. <laughs> I really hope Dixie Carter has a cameo. I really do too. Mm -hmm. I said for a while she should be part of the act. No, 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 no. Not part of the act. Just like she... Why are you trying to hold this? <laughs> we just got Karen, man. <laughs> just like in that she's in the crowd. She slaps Dax. Mark's like, you yeah. know, I, I, it's going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to this. It's different to everything else. Well, speaking of it being different to everything else, uh, up next, Anarchy in the Arena. The Blackpool Combat Club of Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and Wheelie Utah versus the elite of Kenny Omega, Matt and Nick Jackson, and Hangman Snake Plissken. Cannot wait. This is going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. I think this match is going to be real, real good. Yeah. Uh, just, I just want to see what they're going to do after after the Bucks held Claudio's leg. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh! It got me going at the end. But who do you think is winning? It's tough. I mean, again, if you want to break <laughs> it down with the X Factors, what's Don Callis doing in this match? Yeah. And Takeshita. Takeshita is another one. Like, 
I, I wonder if Don brings out Takeshita. Like, it looks like... I don't know, you know, like how he did in that that segment where like he ran down and then ran off scared and mm. brought out Takeshi. Yeah. Takeshi was like, what do you want me to do? And then Takeshi ran down to make the save for for the elite, or uh, for Kenny at the very least. I think you can do something around that mm. as well. And whose side is Takeshi on? Does he join Blackpool Combat Club officially? Does he side with the elite? I actually think I think Blackpool Combat Club win. Because I think we are building to blood and guts. Mm. And so kind of like I was saying with the, the Jericho Cole feud, you give the baddies the win here to give more fuel to the babyface fire for that rematch in blood and guts. Particularly if you are going to do a Takeshita, there's rumors of Kota Ibushi as mm. well to sort of like even this out for be five on five. I'm, go I'm going with the combat club here. And I do think that Callus is going to be the actual difference maker. Uh, for the finish. I, I'm so excited for this match that quite rarely I can't even look beyond my excitement. So usually I'm like, oh, where's this going to go? Well, that's good if it goes that way. This is one of those rare instances because I think it's been told so well and so credibly with so many twists and turns and the elite side of the story, God, that's been going for over five years and everyone's so over. They've got such a good grasp on their characters that I really just want to see the match. I'm so excited. I'm for so it. excited. Um, if if I have to kind of project forward, I agree with you. I think you do anarchy in the arena, and then the proper way to book it is to then spin off into a few various mini side quest feuds. You can have the Bucks versus Claudio and Utah, which was somewhat set up on the go home show. Um, yeah, we don't know how this is going to affect Forbidden Door. Yeah, uh, or yep. even All In. Like you know, my my bold prediction for All In is you do. That's where you do Kenny Danielson too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, you know, I really want Kenny Osprey, but who knows if well, I? I think injured. that's a Forbidden. Oh yeah, he's injured. I was about to say I think that's Forbidden Door mm. is when you do the rematch. There's so much. There's so much potential here. And then once you've done all that, yeah, blood and guts at the end, as opposed to blood and guts first. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I am also going to go for the Blackpool Combat Club. But if it's the elite, I also think that's great and you can still carry on the feud. Indeed. Right. Well, uh, the last match to talk about, it is our main event, we think, uh, which is MJF versus Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry for the AEW World Championship. You've clicked MJF? Yes, I've clicked MJF to retain. Have you seen the odds? Is it like, I mean, I don't really know. I can't predict how odds work but are they uh, heavily sided to mjf they are heavily in mjf's favor it's because like no, no one else heavily no one else stands a chance of winning no. this title no 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 but i must applaud aw for for about two months of the three months of this build i think they've done a good story i think i think this has been a fine story that it does that i'm not actually like i'm not sitting here being like oh it's so predictable that mjf's gonna win because i have enjoyed the weeks of tv that we've had building up to this for the most part mm. and i think it's going to be an excellent match as well oh yeah and i think this is a good defense for mjf and this actually and it's also raising the stock of the others what this is all about now is how you then continue that momentum mm. for sammy darby and uh jungle boy for me particularly darby yeah well he's he's got a match against mount everest next year <laughs> that he's got to build up yep. to uh i i really don't mind this being a a weak title match and i hate i hate to say that because it's jungle boy it's darby it's sammy do you think this is actually the main event 
I think it should be the main event. I think that really gives... The, the aim is to get over the other three pillars. True. And if they do not main event, it does undermine that somewhat. Highlights the mid-card mm. of it all. Um, but also, you know, I, I won't envy following that Anarchy in the Arena match. You'll have a couple of buffer matches between that. I actually think you do like Anarchy in the Arena mid of mm. the show. Mm. And then, you know, I would use Team TNN and FTR yeah, as a yeah. buffer match. Probably the TBS Championship would <laughs> be one of those buffer matches as well to kind of like... Because I think the Team TNA one's going to bring some, something so different uh, to it. And then, you know, no one really reacts to TBS title matches. So that brings the crowd down before you go into that main event. They can recharge. Uh, I think it's a really well-structured card, though, because you've got so many exciting big star matches that having what would be considered the Royal Rumble level title defense of old, you know, the Brock Lesnar versus Bob Holly, something that doesn't have to sell the pay-per-view. I think, yeah, they've done a really good job. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's with, without a doubt MJF is going to win, but that predictability doesn't mean I'm, I'm not behind the booking idea or the story. I think they've done very well, largely. Last thing for us to do is you need to pick your Joker. So Mike, the, the Joker pick means you get double points on... Your pick, if, your pick, if it's correct, yeah, because you get one point for a correct pick, but you get two points if they uh, if it's a championship prediction. So, for example, if Christian Cage does win the TNT title, you and I would earn two points. Mm -hmm. However, you put your Joker, you double those points. So, if you put it on a singles match, you get two points. If you put it on a title match and you get it right, you get four points. However, if you're wrong, you lose those points. <sighs> oh. So, if we put our jokers on Christian Cage and then Christian Cage did not win the TNT title, we would lose four points. It's double or worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm putting my joke pick on MJF. Title, title match, and I think it's very likely. Yeah, uh, I uh, have done the same thing as well. Uh, but that is all we've got time for on this edition of the Wrestle Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. It's a very busy weekend for us here at the Wrestle Podcast. Join us tomorrow because we'll be doing live reactions to Night of Champions live from the Long Arm Pub and Brewery in Shoreditch in London. Um, tickets are available if you want to click those links in the video description down below. And then on Sunday, we'll be doing a review of that. Myself and Ogdes will be doing a review of it. Then later on that evening, Adam Blompier and Tempest will be doing live reactions to Double or Nothing. Then the following day on the Monday, Ollie oh. Davis will be back to review Double or Nothing with the Professor Dan Layton. Splendid. Subscribe. Subscribe, enable notifications to know when those videos are going live. But until then, I've been Luke Owen at DAD. That has been Ollie Davis. Jam that jam. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.